It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Hey, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome to... Dane's favorite subject. Wait a minute. It's only one of my favorite subjects. It's one. It, yeah. No, yeah, it's but it's high subject. up there. Okay, yeah, good okay, point. It's your favorite yeah. subject. Well, welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. You know, it's every time, every time I hear, you know, like Voice America, I think, yeah, I think of the Veterans Administration. I yeah. don't know why that is. Am I the one that does that with the VA in the U.S.? I, no, you probably know, just me. I, you know, it's probably just Anyway. Yeah, everything is always just about you. My bur- oh, see, see how sweet always, are you? Yeah, You're like right. the best friend in the whole wide world or what? Yeah. You so know, if I'm you haven't good. had a chance, chance to connect with us on when is, is, when? when is the time? When is the time? When is the time dot com? Please do so. Check us out. Check out upcoming shows. Give us feedback, input. Let us know what you love. Let us know what you don't love. And let us know what's going on and what you want to hear. And I think that may have been how we actually got to this particular subject. So, what subject today, Gary? Finding great sex. Woohoo! See, I okay, you I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit back and learn. I like it. Uh, I thought you were gonna lead on this one. Nah, sit back and learn. I figure there's always more to be learned in that area, so I'm ready. Go ahead. Be stole all upon us, great one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So how do you go about finding great well, sex? Well, and, and you know, there's like there's a lot. You know, I mean, there's like background to this and all that. Oh yeah. There's, there's yeah. A lot of background to this. You know, it's like I when I was a kid. I uh, had I was going behind you know down the alley. In, well, I didn't, even, I didn't know we're going to that back. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. I like. So it. I was going along behind the alley behind the you know the major street where I live, and there was this bar that you know they did card games and stuff in, and I found these cards on the ground, and it's like, and on these cards were 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 pictures of people doing different sexual acts what yeah i know and i was like 10 or something and i looked oh. at them and i went oh you can do that you know <laughs> and it's like and my friends that's disgusting that's nasty you can't you know you get you can't let anybody see those you need to throw those away i went okay i'll throw them away as soon as i get home <laughs> i didn't yeah exactly you know, i'll throw them away wink wink Yes, yeah. absolutely. But I learned at that moment that my point of view about sex must be a little different than others because yeah. I didn't see any of it disgusting. I thought of it as, really? You can do that? Well, and I think the beauty of what you learned with just that one thing at 10 years old and what you're willing to have is your point of view. Yeah. You realized it was different. And unlike me and 
pretty almost everybody else I know, you didn't try to buy everybody else's point of view. You were like, hey, and not that you wouldn't, the other thing is you're also willing to learn anything from anyone, but you never bought their point of view about the wrongness of anything or what shouldn't be done or how it should be done or any of that, Yeah, which creates this total freedom for, for something for totally, totally different. different. You know, and it's like when I, you know, it's like I was not, you know, it's like I was not a highly endowed man you know it's like I didn't have a large thing so I realized that okay if I don't have a large thing then I'm gonna have to do something different I'm gonna have to learn everything I can about what it takes to please a woman or a partner and you know it's like and I and I went okay so what do I have to learn what do I need to know what's really necessary in life that will make everything easier and it was interesting because the first thing I did was Go okay. I got to learn all this stuff. So I started trying to educate myself on on what was necessary and what you know what people liked and what felt good and what didn't feel good and what was best and what was not best. Oh, so you actually started from the question? Yeah, I started because you question. were actually planning yeah. on educating yourself. Well, to no, find I, out. I figured I had to educate myself. I had no choice because since I didn't have you know since I see it's like when I was a kid, I, it's like my next door neighbors and I would go to the behind <clears> the <throat> library and masturbate on the weekends when it was closed. And uh, <laughs> I love it. And love you know, it's like one of them had a 12-inch penis, and the other one had a 10-inch penis. Wow! And I didn't have anything nearly that big, so I thought, "Wow, I am underendowed and underprivileged." So you must have thought so every guy in the world has. I at thought least a every guy. Penis. I thought every guy in the world had a 10 to 12-inch <laughs> penis, except me. And I thought, "Oh my God, I'll never, I'll never be able to have sex." You know, I, it, what this is funny because as you're saying that, I realize that I think a lot of guys have that point of view. I think a lot of guys have yeah. the point of view that everybody in the world must have a 10-inch penis at least and not them. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, okay. you know, it's like anybody has a 10-inch penis except them. Yeah, exactly. Much. So it's like when you, when you come from that place, it's like, okay, I needed to educate myself and find out what it would take. So it was always a question. And when I started actually having sex, I was very fortunate. I was, I was, in, my, I was in my teens, almost 20, and I had decided because I had a neighbor who was into, you know, moralistic points of view that I needed to be a virgin when I got married. Mm. And suddenly I'm almost 21 and I'm going, I need to find out what this stuff is about. I'm going to lose my mind if I masturbate anymore. All right. So you yeah. said I need to find something out there. I need gotcha. to find something okay. out there. So it's like, what, you know, who, who can I find that would help me? Who can and, I find? Yes, find. I got to tell you, when you said, you know, you were getting to 21 and you're like, I need to find. When you said find, I was really surprised. You were thought, expecting something else. Yes, exactly. But I was going to say that. I know. I'm very impressed. And then when you said I needed okay. to find someone to... Anyway, yeah. I get it. Okay, carry so, on. At any rate, uh, you know, so there we go. And I, it's like I'm going, okay, so what do I need to learn here? How do I need to learn about this? And so I, you know, I looked around and I went, okay, so who's, you know, it's like, who's the biggest, you know, known slut where I work? And I figured, you know, if you're going to learn something, like you go to that. a slut to learn. Okay, so you don't go to a virgin to learn about sex. That is so true. You do not go to a virgin to learn about sex. Even though somehow there seems to be this ideal in some people's worlds that the greatest person to have sex with is a virgin. And well, it's like... I, I tried that twice, and it was not nice. I, I have to say I concur with that. Because there's not necessarily an... Exp you know, but if you find somebody who's fun, that's a totally different thing. And so what you did is, I want to, here's the thing, guys, is what I think really started Gary off on the right foot 
is having this point of view that he had to learn because he didn't already have all the answers. I and didn't so, have a 12-inch penis, okay? So what it so did is... So I had to learn it, what to do different that could create something that would so make me valuable. What it did was it put him in the question from moment yeah. one. And that's one of the places where people... Sex is one of the biggest places I, pe I see people come out of question. Yeah. They don't have any question at all. They just... They come to total conclusion. Come to total conclusion. They've already got so many judgments that especially if they actually want to have sex. And so they've already got so many judgments that they're trying to not feel wrong because they feel so wrong. So they're trying to prove they're right. So they don't want to learn anything. They'd rather just go, okay, everything I do is right and perfect, right? Rather than being in the yeah. question. Well, for me, it's like, you know, it's like I realized, okay, I need to come up with a, you know, a, a game plan here. I like it. So I went, okay, so, so what, you know, it's like, so who would be easy, who would be fun, and who would I learn something from? Because I figured I didn't know enough about sex, so I had to learn. So it's like I went, okay, so sluts would be the easiest way to learn. <laughs> because they will know something about it that I don't know. Do they come with a label or, like, how do you find that? Um, I don't or have a good answer for you. I just know because you were looking for it. Yeah, uh -huh. it, was, it was sort of like the thing, you know, when people talk about gaydar, you know. <laughs> and it's like, you know, where they always know when somebody's gay. Uh, it's like I used to be really good at that, but you know, after having Chris Hughes talk to me about you know having sex with men, and his he shut off my gaydar. I don't know how he did it, but anyway, I lost. He was the secretly disconnecting your gaydar with Apparently, his wily yes. gay ways. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> whatever. But anyway, awesome. I lost my ability to tell when somebody was gay, which I thought was very funny. But the good news is, this last weekend, I kept going, "Is this guy gay? Is this guy gay? Is this guy gay?" And he said, "Well, you should come and visit me in South Beach." And I went, "Ah, yes. you're gay." Okay, good. <laughs> so now maybe now your thing is, if you keep asking that question, the answer is probably yes. Probably could be, because yeah. otherwise you wouldn't yeah. be thinking too much about it. Yeah. So, so would it be easy? Would it be fun? Would I learn something? So I went to, you know, I went to have sex with this one girl that was at our shop that everybody wanted to have, and nobody could get her. I went, okay, so what's it going to take for her to pay attention to me? Now, at the time, I was like 20 years old. I was six feet tall, and I weighed 130 pounds. That's really skinny. So you turned sideways and nobody could see you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and, you know, I thought, oh, I got to bulk up. So the first thing I did to bulk up is I started drinking three or four malts a day and <laughs> eating four or five hamburgers and six or eight things of fries, figuring that's bulk. Well, I lost 10 pounds, so I decided that wasn't going to work. You know, so One kind of bulk. That's a different kind of bulk. So the interesting part about it is it's like I just kept flirting with her until one day I felt like there was a connection, and I said, would you like to go out sometime? And she went, sure. Where would you like to go? And I went, okay, got to have some class going on here. So I asked her to go to the theater with me. And I asked her to go to the theater because I thought, that'll be good. And so we went to the theater, and afterwards she said, we, I took her home, and she bent over and kissed me. And it's like, holy moly, that's what a kiss is like? Now, <laughs> remember, I grew up in the 60s when, you know, like, if you brushed a hand against a girl's breast, you could get your face slapped, okay? And I had people who, like, would slap me for touching their breasts by accident. Uh, wait, like, wait! I've got to say, I have not yeah. touched many breasts by accident. I don't know what I don't know how you swung that one in there, but well, I, don't know. I mean, I, it had I, to be I, by I'm accident. Like, I wasn't I'm intentionally like, going for it. 
I didn't Remember, mean, I was going to be a virgin I when I got married. I didn't mean to touch your breast like that. I didn't mean like to touch I'm your wrist. Sorry. Well, I mean, you see, I didn't usually, mean to hold on no, once no, I touched. No, no, no. I didn't mean uh, that no, at no, all. I never so went sorry. that far. It was just sort of like this, you know, it's like I'd swing my hand around and a by slight, accident, the outside. brush against the breast. A slight, you know, it's like slight brush of my, my knuckles against the breast, and that would be the most I could get. Because in the 60s, uh, that's all you got. You know, everything was about, you know, you don't touch those things and right. don't do that thing, and you have to be a good little virgin when you get married and all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. So, so but at any rate, so I decided to go for something different. So she kissed you? She kissed me, and it's like, me. I thought I was going to die with pure ecstasy. And so then I, you know, reached over and I thought, I wonder if I can touch her breast. And by the way, it's not a bad way to start with how you go about having sex with somebody. What can I do? What would they like? What would make them feel good? Yes. You know, and that's what where I went feel to. Good? What, would, yeah. what would feel good for their body and what? Yeah. And also, what are they willing to have with ease? Yeah. And realize that for a lot of people, there's sort of this working into the possibilities that are available. It's they called don't foreplay. Go, exactly. There's a reason foreplay exists. Use it for your benefit and the benefit of those you're having sex with. For benefit. Oh, right. For play. For benefit. Okay, good. So it's like, you, you know, it's like I ask, what else can I do? And it's like, and that night I had sex for the first time ever. Oh. And it was so good. She, this girl would have sex anywhere, anytime, any place, oh. no matter what. And it was great. And I, I had a 57 Buick at the time, which had a giant front seat. So I would just, just like open the doors and have sex for hours. And it was fun. And, you know, she, huh. and she asked me to go down on her and I went, Really? You want me to do that? Because it's like all the people I talked about, you know, it's like all my friends, boyfriends, you know, my male friends, they were all talking about how that's just disgusting. Why would you do that? Oh. And it's like for me, different reality. So you had this woman that was yeah. just grateful to have sex, yeah. loved it, yeah. and apparently didn't have a point of view about it. No. Nope. She just was, it was like she, she was just sexual. actually enjoyed it. She was sexual and she enjoyed her body and, and she enjoyed she, it. And but the like, thing you want man, to realize is most people in the world are not like that. No. In fact, most men and most women are not like that. Yeah. They don't do it from the joy of it. They don't do it from, oh, my God, this is so much fun. What else can we do? They do it from something this means. else. So it's like yeah. one of the things that we've learned is that there are head trippers, heart trippers, and cross trippers. Okay? Uh -huh. Now, this lady was not a head tripper. She was not a cross tripper, and she was not a heart tripper. And it's like, but she was so sexual she was just sort of clean about it in totality. So you want to look for somebody who's not a head tripper, not a heart tripper, and not a crotch tripper. The crotch trippers are always trying to prove how sexual they are. Right. Like see how sexy I am, see I had sex with this person, see how sexy I had sex with this person, see I had sex with this person. And they always want to tell who they had sex with. Yes, and they always use their sex to prove how sexy they are. Like yeah. they you know, try to prove how sexy they are. They try to prove that they're sexy because they had sex. They try to prove they they're sexy because people sexy. want to have sex with them. Yeah. And, they, and they'll talk about it all the time, and they'll say outrageous things just to prove that they're yep. sexy or sexual, when in actuality, they're usually not. Yep. They're not like this lady that Gary was talking about, somebody who just enjoys it, is grateful for it, and is having fun with it. Yes. So realize that a lot of times, the people that you may think, this is one of the things that trapped me, was the people that I thought were so sexy and sexual were the cross-trippers of the world. There's an energy that they have that sex is very important to them, but it's important as a validation of being not a joyful choice and a joyful possibility. Yeah. And that's a big difference. Now, the heart tripper is the person that once you have sex with them, you know, or like you, you know, you 
kiss them. Or, or, or look me. at them. Or look yeah. at them or, or, from across or the room. Or you brush your hand against their breast accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> the heart driver is always going, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? What does that what does mean? mean? Oh, he why didn't he call me? me? What does it mean? Oh. Why didn't he call me? Why didn't he call me? It's like, why? You know, it's like, and they're just like on it all the time. And the head trippers are always going, okay, now that we've done that, are we going to move in together? Are we going to go this? Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? What are we going Their to do? head is always like moving always about moving. where you're yeah. going to next as a result of yeah. what you just did. Now, one of the things, you know, you got to get, it's like, you know, ladies, you've got to get that, you know, most men have been taught to choose sex based on judgment. So it's like if you're looking for, you know, if you have somebody who's doing judgment about sex, then they can only get off through their judgment. Not exactly what you're looking for. So there's there's different possibilities, in, but it's like literally, it's like you look at somebody and you go, okay, head tripper, cross tripper, you know, um, heart, tripper. heart tripper, head tripper, cross tripper. Ask the question, and whichever you know, quote unquote, you sense stronger, that's probably the one they are. And then like, don't necessarily go there yet. Yeah, because what you want to do is you want to find out that and and realize in this area more than almost any other. Well, I guess that in relationship, we're, we're misled by our first response to the person. So what happens is we first see them and go, oh, my God, they're so attractive. I so want them. Well, here's what you want to do, especially when you get that energy. You want to ask a question because truly the joyful nurturing sex and copulation that is available is actually from somebody not really like, oh, my God, I'm so attracted. I must have them. It's usually where they have this thing that makes your body sort of feel more alive and somewhat turned on, but not from that intensity of must have sex now, but from, wow, I feel turned on to be more alive now. That's the judgment. Must have sex now. Right. So, you know, it's like there's this, this bizarre thing that people function from where they think that judgment is the source of sex rather than, Mm. and conclusion. We'll talk after the break about the, uh, you know, the thing about, you know, the one, two, three, and the... Oh, know. definitely that. Yeah. And also, we need to talk about the judgment stuff, and then yeah. hopefully get into a little more stuff about creating, you know, what you'd like to. Yeah, how do Although, you create what you want? But it's like, all of this are tools for you to start to use, and we'll, we'll you know, we'll do some more of that. And uh, so we'll be back in a moment after this break. Thanks, y'all. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? 
check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. This is Dane and, and the Jerry. amazing Gary Douglas. It was funny. We started. We thought we were ready to go. We thought we were going. Man, we were on our way. So welcome back to uh, to Access Consciousness on Voice America, where we are having a good time, but we have no idea what the heck timing is right now. Apparently, we're off, off welcome, kilter. Welcome so back to the sex talk, how to find it, how to create how to find it, great sex. and okay, looking yeah. from a different perspective. We have a... Yummy person, Galena from Vancouver on the line. What can we do for you? Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> nice to hear you. Um, so I have this... Um, I heard you many times speak about sex as uh, related to receiving. So what I'm dealing um, right now is having a really hard time with receiving money and people. And... Okay. Um, to me, it turned out like receiving only um, all the crap, which also a lot, um, uh, related to a lot of judgment to it, and the, the, the thing that would really create peace and expansion and um, nurturing and yummy energies in my universe, I sort of like cannot find it. And so I basically shut up all aspects of my life. So is it possible to address it? And there is something that I cannot find what how to be back to life and living okay so i'm going to give you a process to run okay two processes so if you can try to write these down but what bastardization and by bastardization i mean how you change it from what it should be into something else what bastardization of infinite question choice possibility and contribution are you using to create the lack of living you are choosing and everything that is times a godzillion, we just try to create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Did you get that down, Dane? Uh, almost. Question, choice, possibility, contribution, are you using to create the what? Lack of living? The lack of living, yeah. So what bastardization of the infinite question, choice, possibility, and contribution are you using to create the lack of living you are choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just try to create it all. 
Riding around good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because the thing is, what happens is when you come out of question, you also come out of other having other choices, and you also come out of possibilities, and you also come out of the contribution that everything can be to you. And when you're functioning from judgment, either buying other people's or judgments you think you have to do yourself, you take yourself out of all of those things, question, choice, possibility, and contribution. And if you truly want to create a creative generative life and really good sex, you want to function from question, choice, possibility, and contribution. Okay, so here's the second process for you to run, and you want to get this down if you can. What energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be to allow us to create and generate and institute question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the living we truly be? And everything that is times a godzillion, we just run and create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. Apparently this is working on some other people uh, too. Yeah, apparently so. It's got some energy to it. And it's yeah. interesting that it comes up during the subject of sex. I know. Sex and well, living. Isn't I mean, that interesting? If you ain't having sex, you ain't living. And if you ain't living, right. you can't have sex. Right. You know, it's like you're just a dead body walking around. No, you're a zomboid. A zomboid. Blah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's run those two processes again, Dane. Yeah. So what bastardization of infinite question, choice, possibility, and contribution are you using to create the lack of living you are choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion way to run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, meons. Well, Galena, you're you're a good point person for everybody else because it's working on everybody out there right now. Exactly. Cool. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to... Be to generate, create, and institute question, choice, possibility, and contribution as living for all eternity. Everything that doesn't allow that times a gazillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and Now, folks, you might want to might want to listen to this again and put those on a loop and listen to them because that will start to change your money flows as well as your sex flows. And that's so, the interesting thing is, you know, we've talked about money and sex. Also, both are about receiving. Yeah. And a few other things. Well, the, But that's the element yeah. that, that is the sticking point, you know, that sticks it from being what it could be. So, so there. So there you go, Galena. Hopefully that will help you. And we'll talk on and listen because we have some other stuff to tell you, too. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So the other part we got to talk about here is the one, two, three system. That exists in the world. Oh boy! First Here time, it is. First time you have sex, it's for fun. Yay! We're having sex. Oh my gosh, this is awesome! I've never met this person before. Wow, what's this going to be like? I wonder if this will be as fun as I think it is. Wow, I'm in the question all the time. This is so much fun. Wow, thank you so much. That was awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's number one. That's number one. Number and two. Number two is, oh, we're in relationship now. Now you've stuck it in more than once. You've gotten close to my body parts more than once and I've gotten close to yours and that means we are destined to be in relationship. Thank you very much for confirming that we are meant to be in relationship and notice how the sex and the fun of it and the joy of it and the intensity of it is already diminishing because what we're really here to do is do relationship and not we're here sex. to complete. You know, it's like and now we're no longer in question, we're in completion. And, and the third time it, you have sex, you're getting married. Okay, you're done. getting married. Okay. And literally, okay. So Gary 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 brought this up. He's like, look, um, part of the reason you're having problems with the people that you're having sex with is because there's a one, two, three rule. He's like, first time is for fun. Second time you're in a relationship. Third time you're getting married. And I looked at him. I was like, 
uh-uh. I'm like, that, you're just so full of it. That is just, notice I had no question. I didn't yeah. say, really? I didn't say, hey, let me check this out. I didn't say, let me observe this. I went from question to total conclusion because I didn't want it to be true. That's because we were in a relationship. Oh, yeah. I because we were in relationship, yeah. I didn't have to listen to him. Yeah. So there. Yeah. yeah, you never have to listen to the person in your relationship. I, I think you never have to ask them a question. Exactly. I think it's kind of cool. Well, I think it's, I think it's funny because, you know, I mean, you and I are best friends. We work together. And we'll do one of these things. And we sound like a married couple when we're out to dinner or something or even on the radio show or whatever. And I'm like, wow, I don't know why people think we're in a relationship. Oh, my God. I don't know where they got that idea. I don't but, know. I do. But basically, he said this. And I was like, what? And so I went and tried it out. And I got to say... You tested it. I you didn't test, try it out. I you tested it. I tested it rather dynamically. And I've got to say, unfortunately, for many people, most of the time, this one, two, three thing actually is accurate. And that's the reason why the first time you'll have sex, it literally is for fun. You're like, oh my gosh. And you're in the question the whole time. The second time, it's like there's something you're supposed to conclude and fulfill that puts you into well, relationship. I think it's the second time is you've actually concluded that it's going to be fun again or it's going to be as good as it was right, the first time. Right, So you're not in question. You're no longer in question. You're in way too much conclusion yeah. to be in question. Yeah. So there's that. And then the third time is like you're just solidifying everything from the second time into definite reality now, which is why if you've had sex with somebody more than once, you find that it starts diminishing with a lot of the people you've had sex with. Well, maybe you haven't had sex with a lot of people, but with the people you've had sex with, this would be perhaps a huge part of the reason why. And the third time you go there, you really are in conclusion, and you've concluded that this must be the right person because you've been there twice. Right. Which is really strange. Right. Okay, we have another caller. Karen from Maine, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you for taking my call. Um, nope. Okay. My question today is about copulation with someone with MS, multiple sclerosis, um, in pain and can't take any kind of touching, either light or heavy, and there's a loss of sensation. Uh, How can I make that enjoyable or faster to reach orgasm or anything? Uh, well, have you asked them what part of their body can they actually receive with? Have you... Have you tried feathers? They can't stand any kind of touching on the skin. It's like not a burning even, sensation. Not even a feather? No, that really, it's like the, that, anything that touches the hair just like hurts. Wow. Okay. So there's, a, there's an amped up, there's an, it seems like what there is, there's actually an amped up sensitivity in the person that you're talking about. Um, there's like this intensity. So I'm going to speak, a, the way this tends to work with, with the two of us here is I'll speak to what I'm perceiving. Gary looks to what he's perceiving. And between us, we usually look and we come up with something that through my eyes at what I'm seeing and, and I'll look through his and, and that a lot of times will give us a, a somewhere to start at least. And so realize that this particular question is you know, we may be able to give you something, some tools, something to start working on, some process or something, and it may be sort of an ongoing thing. Okay. Okay. Um, so, how long? How long have you been together? Uh, over thirty years. Okay, and how long is has the MS been going on? Um, about twenty. Wow. So, how long is it? Uh, sex currently. Or no, or 
Um, you know, the, the, we have uh, sex regularly, um, but it takes him a long time because of the loss of sensation, and there's not very many ways to stimulate him. Okay, so here's the thing. What seems like is the case is one of the things that happens for people is when there's too much sensation, their body goes, I can't, or they or their body go, I can't handle it. So what they do is they actually turn it down or turn it off. So the loss of sensation may have been caused by somehow an intensity or an increase of sensation where his body went, wow, I can't handle this. And so what happens is in that case, it wasn't there something, either body or other process that we came up with? Body process we came up. I'm trying to recall it at this point. So look at like uh, holding patterns, fixations. The um, holding patterns. Okay. okay. There you go. So could you put your hand on his head and on his uh, sacrum without it being too painful? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. So put your hands on his head and on his sacrum and ask for all the holding patterns, locking him away from joyful sensation. And then do and put your hands there and go all the holding patterns creating this right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And keep saying that right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds until you feel some energy turn on and chances are he'll go to sleep. <laughs> but, okay. But do that four, four or five times and see if that doesn't start to create a place where you can have joyful sensations instead of painful sensations. Cool. That feels really light. Cool. Awesome. Just try that. It's like... Uh, can't guarantee anything because we haven't had this particular thing presented to us before. But that's the one that seems to be most likely to work. Will this help with his um, sensations all over his body as well? I am. I'm hoping so. Yes, like, should. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. it's like, unfortunately, the one there's a few things we have not had massive success with. You know, mostly in access, we get 89, 80 success. MS has been one of the things that we've had not more than about a 20% success rate. So we don't... Actually, we've had about 20, about 20 to 50. Because there are people who... The thing about MS is, is what people have found is we work on something totally different and somehow it starts changing. Yeah. So it's like there's some, there's some set of points of view there. and We found things that, that are related to it, but this may be yet another piece of what holds that in place for people. So you may actually be giving us a piece that we can use to help other people. So thank you for that. Thank you, indeed. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling, Karen. So. Okay. So uh, the one, two, three so thing. So we're talking about the one, two, three thing. thing. Okay. First time's for fun. Second time in your relationship. Third time you're getting married. Well, see, that's what happened to Karen. They had sex married. three times and, and now they've been married yeah. for the last 30 years. Yeah. Okay. Proving the points there. Okay, Thanks, good. Karen. We appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> So what, you know, it's like what you got to get is, you know, it's like you want joyful sex, you've got to come from the question. If you want to have increasing sex, come from the question. But always ask whether this person is somebody who will be easy, will be fun, and somebody you can learn from, and whether this person is a head tripper, a crotch tripper, or a heart tripper. Because if they are, then, you know, it's like then you're going to have a hard time, quote unquote, looking, look, achieving what you're looking at. Actually, ask that in the pocket and bond down. 
So what question can I be that would give me a different sexual reality? And everything doesn't allow that to show up times a godzillion? Right on getting that bottom block all nine towards boys and beyonds. So there you go. There's a good beginning. And uh, we're going to take a break now. And we'll be back shortly and give you more information on how to get great sex. Hey! Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome back to the call on talking about sex or the talk on the show on talking about sex. Okay, so what do I know? If you really want to get good sex, what you got to do is you've got to create a place where the person begins to reach for you. Okay. Uh What I did years ago is I discovered that if I cooked a really nice meal, Uh had a really nice bottle of wine, Uh some great music, Mm-hmm. And I asked the person questions about them all night long right. without saying anything about who I was or what my point of view was about anything. At the end of the evening, the person would say to me, 
oh, you're the most interesting person I've ever met. Uh-huh. And I knew at that moment I was going to get laid. Right. Because, you know, it's like what people want to know is that you're interested in them. Right. And if you're interested in, you know, it's like a whole lot of men somehow seem to think they're supposed to talk about themselves the entire time. I don't know where they picked that one up. <laughs> but because they do that all the time in sitcoms. It's always about how the man is only, only interested in his own point of view. True story. Which is not the way to get laid, gentlemen. Uh, yes. Ladies, it works for you, too. You do this and the man will go, wow, that was such a beautiful evening. Thank you so much. That means he wants to have sex with you. If you want somebody, do that. Invite them to your house, cook them a nice meal, nice wine, preferably have some nice china and some nice crystal to drink out of. And uh, and then at the end, would you like me to take you home? Or would you like to go home? Or would you like to spend the night is the question. Right, see, and then it's a question. And then it's also their choice. And it's yeah. no pressure. And uh, one, of the, one of the things about sex is people don't quite know how to get to that point of asking. And doing this particular thing is just an amazing way to do it because what happens is the person feels connected with you. They have told you all about themselves and you haven't been sitting there judging them. So they've gotten to express a lot of what is important for them, true for them, which, by the way, also lets you know whether you want to go there. Remember three questions. Would it be easy? Would it be fun? Will I learn something? Rather than cooking somebody a nice meal and asking them questions, you know what? Looks like we're going to have to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a minute. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. All right. We're back again. We're we back. technical difficulties, but we are now on a wireless telephone. We got things going on. What can I say? Or as we call them nowadays, cell phones. So how what? does it get any what? better than that? <laughs> 
Okay, so, uh, yeah, sorry about us having to leave. It was our technical difficulty that shut us down. In our travels around the world, we do our best to actually get connected, but sometimes it ain't so easy. So here's the thing. So my idea of foreplay used to be something slightly different than cooking somebody a meal until I got this information. It was, hi. Want to play? Want to play? And I would know if the girl wanted to have sex or not. And that would work a surprisingly large percentage of the time. It always really about surprised me. 99.9%. And I was like, wow. And because she said yes, I thought, oh my gosh, she likes sex as much as I do. She wants to play. Of course she doesn't have judgments and fixed points of view. And then I learned the way Gary did it. And then I started asking the women that I was interested in having sex with questions. I started asking them questions about themselves, their lives, what was fun for them, what was important for them, what wasn't important for them, what they hated, what they loved, all this stuff. And I found that probably about 50% of them had so many judgments about the right way and the wrong way to do things. And, and the, the right, wrong, wrong way of sex. And definitely and the, the right, right way and the wrong way of sex. And the fact that they were actually doing sex to get relationship, that I realized two things. Number one, it wasn't going to be fun for me because it wouldn't be about the joy of anything. It would be about trying to get someone, trying to get me to, to get into a relationship because that's why they had sex. And the other thing that I realized was it wouldn't really be honoring of them because if what I'm looking for is let's have the joy of sex and what she's looking for is you're going to be my next husband, that's not really a compatible place from which to function. And I started realizing that it was more honoring of me and more honoring of them to ask all these questions. And then if it wasn't working out, go, wow, thank you so much. I've had such a great time. Maybe we can get together some other time. Rather than, hey, would you like to spend the night or would you like to go home? Yeah. So you realize what happens is if you're willing to get some information ahead of time, you can tell a lot about what the sex is going to be. Yeah, because the thing is that people will expose what their real target is if you ask them questions about them without telling them what your point of view about anything is. Yeah. And And that's that's the biggest mistake I see people make is they go, well, that's not the way I believe it or whatever rather than asking questions and continuing to ask questions so that the person, you know, it's like if you ask a question and you have no judgment about what their answer is or you have no need to respond to their answer, what happens is they open the they open the door to a greater possibility. Wouldn't that be more what you would like than not? Yeah, and the, and the other thing you want to look at is this is how you get to also what's true for you. Because if, you know, and I know we're all in different places. You know, we have men, women, we have people who are doing it for a relationship. We have, but this is about how do you actually find sex that's actually fun and joyful and realize that somebody who has all kinds of judgments is not going to be fun and joyful to have sex with. Okay. And the other, yes, Dr. Dane. Yes, okay, Gary. So I, I normally don't do this, but I want to, I want to advertise the fact that we're doing a sex and relationship class in uh, June. I think it's the 20th or something like that. Uh, yes, 20-something. Yeah, yeah 20, 21st. 20, 20, yeah, 20, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. It's sex and relationship. And it's like, and we're going to be doing it. It's like, I get to do a call on how, you know, uh, just for couples, you know, how to have coupled them and have more sex and more fun in your coupled them. And, you know, so, but that's for those. But, but the thing is, it's like, if you did this, it's going to be live stream, so you can get anywhere in the world. And but you have to through uh, access level one in order yeah. to take the class. Yeah. Why? Because we have to get you over sort of your base level of judgments and the sense of impossibility and things, and the mm-hmm. fixed points of view you have around things, before we can actually get you to the place of of you being able to explore the possibilities that actually that are actually available for you. 
So that's why we're letting you know about this. If you want to get the Bars Foundation Level 1 in beforehand and do it, or if you're already taking those classes, that class will be live in Houston, Texas, or it'll be live streamed, either one of those. So, um, but the thing is, you know, we can... This is a big subject. It's it a huge subject, okay. exactly. It's like, this, this, you know, it's like to do this in an hour, to do what we've done in an hour is pretty amazing. But, uh, you know, there's so much more to talk about with regard to it. Yeah, so much. And so it's a four-day class, and we are going to be able to go into depth in a lot of stuff. And I'm also going to show you, or we'll show you, how to turn a body on, yeah. um, like specifically. And some of the energetics of that that we can do in a longer format because we can explore a lot of these areas in depth rather than, okay, let me give you this piece of information, and now we move on, and this piece and move on, and this piece and move on. Even though we're doing our best to try to give you some stuff that you can actually use, and here's the thing about this particular subject. A lot of people have this point of view of, oh, here's the magic words I need to hear, and it will just change everything for me. I love you. Here's my... <laughs> well, that too. Or, you know, you're listening to this, you know, this, this show, and you're like, okay, well... What I need to hear is one sentence. I don't know what the one sentence is, but tell me that one sentence and then everything will work out. Okay. I love you. <laughs> and there you go. There's the sentence. And unfortunately, that's not the way it works. There, This area has been twisted and convoluted so dynamically. What we wanted to do was give you a different perspective so you could start ironing out the idea and getting the possibility of actually how to find good sex. Yeah. And how to get into the question. You know, it's like, it's like if you ask the question, will this person be fun to have sex with? I mean, it's like I was, I was so amazed because there was a lady who came to one of the classes recently, and she goes, I asked if this guy would be fun to have sex with, and I got to know. And I said, you're correct. And she goes, how do you know? I said, because I asked too. <laughs> would it be fun? No. And it's like, she said, but how can he not be fun? He's so good looking. I said, that doesn't oh. mean anything. Maybe he looks at himself in the mirror all the time and if you have a mirror over the bed, it's not going to be fun for him. Yeah, so let's do this. So everywhere you all decided that the best-looking person would be the one who's most fun to have sex with, will you please? Because Gary and I have found that is very seldom the case. Everything that is, times the guys and we just run and grade it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. The only person who's fun to have sex with is somebody who's actually fun to have sex with. Yeah, I know. And that's the question you need to ask. Will they be fun to have sex with? Because... They're good-looking people who are fun to have sex with because they don't realize how good-looking they are, and they're just grateful, and they like bodies and like to have it. There are people that you wouldn't consider the good-looking people that oftentimes are even more fun to have sex with because they actually are doing it for the fun of it, and they're grateful, and they're grateful to have, to have it, you, know? you and have that experience. Yeah. So you it gotta, doesn't matter how somebody yeah. looks, and oftentimes we're tricked well, by the fact that we think they look so good, yeah. they must be good in bed. I, I like the fact that, you know, it's like they used, you know, it's like when I was doing sex originally, it was like you did it in the dark. It didn't <laughs> matter what they, you know, what they look like when you turn off the lights, you know? Then I learned that having, I the, having the lights on could be a sensual, wonderful thing, too. So well, I, I sort of changed my point of view. I think that's great. I think it'd be so cool if it didn't matter what the heck people look like, if that wasn't our main criteria. Yeah. You know, so what if, so all the judgments you have of what you look like and what you don't. Oh, and, yeah, that's why you wouldn't let yourself have fun. Exactly. Right. Everything that is, times a gazillion, we just run and create a place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, short sports. And here's yeah. another one you want to ask yourself. What judgments do I have that keep me from having fun sex? That yeah. keep me from having joyful, joyful, joyful sex. sex. Yes. Everything that is, times a gazillion. You can run that one over and over and over and over. Forever. Amen. Times a gazillion, we just run and create a place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, short sports, man. Okay, okay, so this is, yeah, go ahead. 
I'm just saying, this is a Go big ahead. subject. This is just a big subject. It you is know? a big subject. We did our best. You know, we gave it a, we so, gave it a shot in the eye. We gave you some basic tools. Right. Will it be easy? Will it be fun? Will I learn Will something? I learn something. Number two, there's one, two, three, the one, two, three rule. So you have sex the first time, you're still in question. Second time, coming out of question. Third time, coming to total conclusion. And the never other coming thing. again. Yeah. And never, and yeah. And what was the other one? Next one is cook them a nice dinner. Yeah. Or take them out to a nice dinner. But cooking is a much better choice. Oh, yeah. If you're able to, man, you cook. Yeah, because they know you actually already are putting in time and effort for them. I had a 19-year-old who learned how to cook one meal. He used it on five women. It worked. Wow. Not the leftovers. I mean, he would make it fresh each time. He'd make it fresh each time. Oh, cool. He learned how to cook one thing. That's all he knew. Hey, man, if it's good, that's all that matters. So, so. Here and we then, go. It's, we gotta, and we and then go. do that. And then, but the other thing is ask them questions so you oh, can yeah. find out what they're actually like. Because what they're like in the flexibility of their conversation and the lack of judgment is exactly what they'll be like in bed. Yeah. And I know we've overstayed our welcome. We've overstayed our time. But we hope this is giving you some valuable info that you can use, take out into your life. And please consider coming and doing the advanced sex class in Texas or online with us in June. We adore you. And Thanks welcome for being to with our us. world where everything is about it. will it be easy, will it be fun, and Will I learn learn something? something. Thanks, Thanks, y'all. Be with you next time. Bye-bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.